0: What's it like to come from middle America to LA to garner insect success in the business, only to suffer career drought, and then come back stronger than ever? We set out to find the answer in this episode of Call Time, Duke and Joe. Welcome to call time with Duke and Joe. You know what pisses me off, Duke? <laughs> what, Joe? You know when you go
1: when you go like to the McDonald's and you, I personally like the two cheeseburger meals. I don't know if they going to advertise that or not, but I like them. And you go to the McDonald's and you get your little. They're burgers. not a sponsor,
0: by the way. They no, don't no sponsor not this, yep. And you get
1: you, and you go and you're having your little car and you're eating your little stuff. You're eating, you're eating and then after you finish all your fries. <laughs> You know, you got the little box there, and you reach down past that box, and then you just get those bonus fries down there. You,
0: right, yeah. The sack fries,
1: sack I think fries. you call sack fries. Yeah. Uh, well, I went to, uh, you go to McDonald's, and they're just so careful, and they put them in there, and you don't get the sack fries, and Mm-mm. that really pisses me off.
0: Really, really pisses you off, huh? <clears throat>
1: That's one of the things,
0: but that, yeah. <laughs> no sack fries. Well, before you go into another rant. No sack fries. No, no sack fries. I'm gonna go ahead and introduce our guest. Thank you for that opening, Joe. Uh, our guest, Today is is an amazing actor, and and he is. I guess you can equate him to to sacrifice if you want. He's he's you know. When you reach down to the bottom of your sack and there's no Eric Nenninger there. You're angry. Yeah, you're angry. You are pissed off. You're angry. You're there off. you go. You're That's right. You're That's it. There you go. You have seen Eric Nenninger on your television in shows like NCIS, Bones, 24. CSI, Mad Men, Lucifer, Big Bang Theory, The Politician, and most recently, The Flash.
1: All the time. I see him all the oh, time. Oh, you see him all everywhere.
0: He's one of those faces you just constantly see. Um, Eric, thank you so much for being with us today. It thank, is such a pleasure thank to thank be with you. Thank you for having guys. The, Absolutely. The when sack, fries of, <laughs> the sack <laughs> fries of actors. The sack fries of actors. That is see, a, compliment, when you, man, it's a, compliment, a compliment, But when but compliment. you put it like that, it kind of sounds weird. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what? Before Joe puts his other foot in his mouth. Because those are the best fries.
1: At the bottom. The, the first ones are no good at the bottom. Well, unless they're soggy. Strong price. Anyway. Hey, Eric. Hey, guys. hey
0: Eric. How's it going? Which, what have you been up to uh, lately? Uh, you me. Uh, any...
2: Probably what everybody's been up to lately. Not that much, right? <laughs> right. Quarantining with my lovely yeah. wife and our two children and um, just trying to get through 2020.
1: We just okay. had your, your lovely wife last week.
0: I know. She was in that same chair. I know. Well, yeah. Joe, we yeah, don't yeah. know if it's going to be it last. Feels we don't know when this is
1: going to air. Okay, well, the last time we did one of these, we, right. his lovely wife was in yeah, that Yeah, Angel, Angel
0: was, was a wonderful guest, and we were glad to have her as our, our first guest, and we're so glad to have you. And so let's jump right in. You're from St. Louis, Missouri, right? Originally, yeah. Go right. Cardinals. How'd you get here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I drove. Uh, I auditioned. Well, I took that one of those big things yeah. in the sky, and yeah.
2: Yeah, and then landed here in Los Angeles. No, I auditioned to um, get into the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, um, which we all share in common, and, mm-hmm. and where I met Angel and I had a choice to go to the New York campus or the Pasadena campus and I picked Pasadena because a very good friend of mine was going to Pomona College and California sounded great. And I (laughs) literally jumped in a car with another student who I'd never met before. We hooked up through the academy and we mm. drove all the way out to Los Angeles. And then I have never left since. Ooh, how was wow. that? With it was long. And, I, it was kind of awkward. We were complete opposites. Um, and then kind of became friends for a little bit, although it was never going to last very long. <laughs> it wasn't him, it was me. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I just remember that he wanted to listen to oldies the whole way. And it was nineteen ninety-seven and I was a you know a kid, so I wanted to listen to hip hop music. And when mm. he would fall asleep, I would turn on a little bit of hip hop music and I swear he would wake up and, and be like, Turn that loud music down. Oh
0: my. <laughs> so God.
2: three cool. days of oldies. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, for uh,
0: was, is it only like as in when Joe was a kid or like? No, no, no. You know, wow, not that old. Not that old? old. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know. so, but, but originally you weren't going to be an actor. You, you were a football player, right? Well, yeah. I was going to be a
2: football player and an actor, you know, because they go mm-hmm. hand in hand right. so well. I was supposed <laughs> to, um, I was going to go to a college in St. Louis called Washington University. Hmm. I was going to play football for them. I had been recruited and I was going to major in theater because they had a great theater program. The only problem was I didn't get accepted to the school. Um, so that hinders playing football and major in theater. And then all of a sudden I had no prospects cause you know, like the genius I was, I applied to one school, didn't get accepted. <laughs> and then I thought, well, um, I'm always going to want to do acting. So why don't I just completely go to a drama school? And I decided to audition for the American Academy as a warm up to audition for another college that was in St. Louis called Webster university. So mm-hmm. I'll do my audition there. I won't get in cause the Academy is prestigious and they don't want me. I'm a football player and then I'll audition for Webster University and I'll get in and I'll go there and I'll, you know, stay in St. Louis. Right. Ironically, Angel Parker's second choice for college was also Webster University oh, yeah, town! St. Louis, that's, which is yeah. wild. So had either one of us not gotten into the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, we would have gone to Webster. And could have missed each other or met each or other there. met each other there. True wow. story. It's kind well, of destined. Then. Yeah. yeah, That's yeah it kind of kind destined. Of I keep absolutely. reminding her that when I'm driving her crazy during quarantine. <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
0: well, I mean, she can't have, you don't have to convince her too much. I not, don't think, well, probably you know,
1: probably not. day to day. <laughs> <laughs> some days more, some days less. So did you come from any, do you have any actors in your family? I mean, did, you, did you do this in high school? I did it in
2: elementary school. Okay. I, was, uh, I was in plays uh, at a small Catholic school, the Nativity play, you know, like the, the Jesus play, and I was the innkeeper that wouldn't let Mary and, Jesus, uh, Mary and Joseph stay. Jesus wasn't born yet. Um, all the way through uh, middle school, all the way into high school. I was always in plays and stuff, but nobody in my family was you always the mm-hmm. innkeeper? I was always the innkeeper, whether the play wow. called for it or not. I just <laughs> <leave> you <laughs> just, you were There's the no room at this end. <laughs> <inn>. Keep <laughs> it moving.
1: You just come <laughs> on stage. Joseph.
0: But, but your family. They would love to entertain, right? And your mother loved the theater. So my
2: mom, my mom absolutely loved the theater. My family are are big personalities. They're all jokers. Mm. They're all practical jokers. Like humor was you know, a commodity in my household. So we would pass that around probably more than honesty. You know, sarcasm was valued above you know truth and honesty. And um, my mom would take me to shows growing up. Mm. Uh, My grandparents would give her season tickets to the local theater company, um, the big house that did the musical. It's called the Muni. And it's this outdoor theater, beautiful. And so I would go see those growing up. And then I got, you know, hooked on it and would go to anyone Mm. that I could find in St. Louis. And my mom was so great because if any of the kids showed an interest in anything, she would just run full force with it. You know, if you liked something, my mom would just throw you in classes and drive you to rehearsals and just support it whatever you wanted to do. That's, so so yeah. yeah, I mean, we definitely loved theater. We loved movies. Um, there was a point where it was just my mom and I because my sister and brother had left the house. Um, and so we would go to movies together. And I would always come out saying all the lines and mm. pretending to be the people and stuff. So it was always around. I, I kind of always wanted to be an actor.
1: Was there one? Was
2: there one particular movie that made you go, "I gotta it man! Anything with do. Tom Hanks usually. I think like Big was one oh, that really okay. got mm-hmm. um, Robin Williams, I think everybody, and then probably Jim Carrey, which I had to. I had to spend a lot of years training to not try to act like Jim Carrey. Right. <laughs> I started high and had mm-hmm. to bring it all the way down. But yeah, them and then Paul Newman a little bit too as I got. A little older, but Forrest Gump is my all time favorite movie. I think mm. it's the greatest American movie ever made, debate me.
0: Um, <laughs> and, and, and so Tom Hanks was really wow, real Wow. Up, you know? wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, if
2: you want to, we can we can, I, 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 I can spend some time, time talking about
0: maybe Casablanca. But but, right. but I, I've sure. seen a, a Forrest sure. Gump a hundred. My dad it's loved it, and he'd watch it at it's any great. time it was on TV. It I have I've seen Forrest. I Gump can't get
2: my kids to watch more Casablanca. Times. Like if it comes on, you know, Thanksgiving morning, and
0: Casablanca's
2: on, you're not gonna like gather the family. Around. Well, you but either. my kids will watch oh. Forrest yeah. Gump.
0: So yeah, yeah. why? Wow, he's really gonna debate me on this. <laughs> <laughs> he was <laughs> not kidding. But, but, you, but my but family's cringing. On Thanksgiving,
1: you could watch the 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 Twilight Zone. You could, because that goes on. I say the?
0: They, the God, Twilight I'm so old. <laughs> the tw- the, you, guys, you, 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 you kids
1: watch the Twilight Zone when oh you come from? Oh, my God. On the talkies? The oh, Twilight yeah. Zone? <laughs> Why are we making fun of how old he is now? This just
2: happened. So, what? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: no, yeah, that's... It's, um, it's, it's going to happen. When <laughs> you decided to pursue acting, how, so you, did your mother respond well to that? Like, you said you were going to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. They were like, good, do it.
2: Mm, she was, My mother didn't, like, pack up my room. I think she thought I was going to go to California, go to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, and then immediately come back home. She was like, don't break anything down. Leave the lights on. Um, She just had faith, I guess, or saw it in me that she wasn't going to talk me out of it. Hmm. And then, like, supporting everything else, she was so great with it. It probably was after I graduated, started getting a little parts on TV and stuff that she relaxed a little bit. And, you know, she probably still worries about me, but thought that I was probably going to be able to make this...
0: But she career. she seemed to know that you that's what you were supposed to do. Yeah, so that's what she yeah. was just worried about the stability part of it. Absolutely. And, that's, <laughs> and, that's, and, and, yeah. and parents, yeah. and I'm sure you can attest to this that, that, that that's what parents go through, and well, that's what well, that's the what's behind them going don't do really that. Because I never really
1: grasp it I, I, until right. my mom until the day she died, and I, the, I was what well past 55 at that point, she would call the plays I do skits. She'd be like, (laughs) honey, are you in a skit in LA? And I'm like, it's it's my life, mom. I came
2: back in between my first year and my second year at the Academy and I did a Shakespeare play um, with the St. Louis Shakespeare Company. And she said she saw me sitting at the kitchen table like pouring over my lines. And Mm. at that time, and I still do this, I would write out all of my lines um, without looking at them. There's something about physically writing them. That gets you out of your head a little bit. Right, it slows right. you down and stuff. So she saw me writing all these Shakespearean monologues. Um, I was doing Henry Eighth, and I was playing two roles. A guy that dies in the first act and then his son comes back in the second act. So yeah. I had like a pretty good part. Ironically, all my friends came to see me and when I died in the first act, they all left because they, <laughs> they thought that I wasn't there. I came out for the second act and I was like, hey guys, you know, no one's in the audience. And I'm like, those sons of bitches left. Yeah. <laughs> and I met up with them afterwards at this guy's house that we all hung out with. And I was like, I came back in the second act. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's so just, sorry, bro. So was no. like, great. <laughs> but when just, she saw me working like yeah. that,
0: I think she knew that this was something that I was serious about, you know, well, and really yeah. wanted to make work. Well, something in your heart mm-hmm. was in. So... When you get to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, what what was the biggest hurdle as an actor you had to jump over while you were there?
2: Um, like personally, it was being truthful, like having any kind of like honest emotion in what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I came from a family of jokers. I knew how to pretend, like I could make my voice and my body sound like what it was supposed to sound like, and I was big and over the top, and you know could do these big broad choices, but they were never connected to anything that was mm-hmm. real. And I remember being in class. Um, with Diana Stevenson the first time that I like actually had a real emotion connected to the sound of the emotion. So for me personally, that was like the hardest, Struggle, And then after that it was a I mean, it was a blast like I loved being on my own. I loved my friends We were studying acting all day, you know Everybody was working on scenes and doing voice, uh, you know classes and movement classes and doing plays It was at the old Academy was that was at that um, elementary, elementary school school. Mm-hmm. So right. it had this right. playful vibe to it So other than that, I loved it. I mean Paying my bills was like a big struggle. Living away right. from home was difficult, and then yeah, like actually connecting to something—not in a way that was just presentational—because right. I was a big over-the-top actor. Well, yeah, you and know. you had
0: to, but you had to like survive out here while yeah. you were at school. you yeah. had jobs, and then you were working, and they didn't have a, a housing at the time.
2: They have so you, housing. Yeah, we yeah, have housing did. now. No, no, not when and, we were there. No, no. good God, no that would have been but amazing. Not,
0: but you had to get an apartment, and yep. so you had. Several, oh, several. Yeah, jobs, you had to right? fi-
2: you had to find yeah. an apartment. You had to get you know pay rent. Roommates. You rent, yeah, you would Roommates. rent rooms. You know, constantly. You try to divide up an apartment into many rooms as possible <laughs> so that the rent would just be like 150 bucks right. for this 12 you know hundreds mm-hmm. this house. a month. <laughs> yeah, this house you would do that. Um, I worked in the costume shop first year on like a work study program. I worked at a bagel shop. Um, in Pasadena, and then second year, I got a job waiting tables. You know, because yeah. I had some waiter experience from St. Louis. Because you were an actor. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. What we do. I can yeah. make yeah. drinks too if you guys <laughs> <laughs> want to go out
1: after I'm,
0: I'm down. I got Fat a lot of bartending skills. Yeah,
1: of course. We don't even need to go out. You we'll just get we'll just yeah. the stuff and you'll mix it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and I notice now when I when I because I see you all the time. I see you all the time. I can. I, I. i We're laying in bed. I'm like, hey, honey. Look, there's you area. need to go out more. Yeah, I, know, I know. Nobody's going out right now. <laughs> no, okay? Okay. You're the problem. You you're me. the problem here. <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so so I'm always seeing you. And I, what I notice about your work is that you say that you came into this and you were really big. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're very subtle. Thank you. You're very subtle. I you worked seem, hard to get you to to there. You to, seem to have mastered yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you still struggle? Do you feel like you have to keep pushing that part of you down? Because is there an instinct that makes you just want to go, yeah? No,
2: I think that I learned how to ground it or connect it or make it real, probably by overcorrecting. There was a point where I was studying and it was all becoming bland because I thought that my instincts would push me over the top. So I kind of stopped relying on them so much. And then there was this you know, period of my you know, training or growth or studying where all of a sudden I realized that I could let those go again because those bold instincts wouldn't come out over the top anymore. Mm. And that was like, I mean, the seas parted because I could let these (laughs) massive instincts, you know, from all this big comedy that I had done well, like I was really good at, that was my jam. Like, you know, big Disney stuff or big broad comedy was what I did really well. It fit easy on me. I didn't have to think about it. Now I could put that into more subtle stuff, like a one hour crime show. And I, and I had worked on the, the training and the craft and like the skills to not let that push me over the top. So, When I could let that go, it's great. And then every time I get a part that calls for Eric Nenninger, big over the top, it's like, oh, you know. You're right there. Well, that's that's when it's Stretch out here.
0: And I learned that. But if you've watched greats that like, you know, Al Pacino and and Peter Finch and and Peter Sellers, speaking of comedy, when they're big, they're they're still believable. So it's about believing in your circumstance and being truthful and, and coming from a place of truth. Then you can be as big as you want. Yeah, I love in, that in, in, in instances. Yeah, yeah, I think that like to get stakes
2: is just an adjustment because the person cares that much about them, and they just might happen to be a person that is very, very mm. big, or the situation that's hitting them is huge, and they care that much about it. So if it's a sitcom and you eat my sandwich, and I really, really wanted that sandwich, I just really love sandwiches so much, right. so I'm just like, "Where's my sandwich?" or whatever it may mm. be. <laughs> and then if it's in a different genre, you may just dial it back. In the sense that you care in a different way where i'm just like where's my sandwich dude you know yeah well yeah that's no but like honestly where's my sandwich <laughs> did you did you do third charlotte no i didn't do third <laughs> year no angel my wife angel did third year i did not do third year i was not invited you what yeah. what
0: what <laughs> outrageous uh, that's what? That, that, I, I'm sure the Academy is kicking themselves into the feet. Right. That, that, and, so, and, well, you know, now that brings you to another
1: out. question. So you, you're in a relationship with another actor. Yeah. With another actor. Uh, and, and this is a probably a fairly new relationship at the school. Because uh, at that time, I don't, I don't think we auditioned to get into third. No, they, they, just, they just picked select you. It. They just chose you. Um, uh, what was that like? What was I mean, that like for that, for, for that period of time while she was, were you guys married at that time? No, we were nope.
2: just dating at that time. Um, we weren't living together because, you know, that would be in sin. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, right. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think that like my my response, my disappointment to not getting it was separate from Angel because also I knew every single person really intimately that got it. So I was jealous or disappointed of everyone that got picked right, for it, right, you know, right. as well as Angel. And Angel's phenomenal, as you guys know. Like, she was going to be in company anyway. Um, but for me, I thought, oh, man, what do I do now? And I got involved with The Noise Within Theater, and I ended up doing a mm. season with them Great while theaters. the rest of them were doing company. So that worked. But, you know, the the growing pains of being with an actor, um, we've spent our whole life together, and so we've learned how to live life together. And now we're at a point where we love and rely on having an, another actor that is that close with us because they they understand you, they support you, they're they're with you. Um, I can't explain all the ups and downs that you go through, and I don't have to, fortunately, because my wife is right there with them. You know, I might come home from an audition that I didn't get or come home from an audition that I booked, and I don't have to say anything. Like, she just clocks it right away. She gets know? it. Too. Yeah. 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 And, and
0: you eventually, you just kind of shed that, like, Oh well, she might be working at, at more <laughs> th- on this point in our life, yeah. and then you might be working more than her at this point. Like, do you just kind of shed that? That maybe that vindictiveness that can that can yeah sort of swell up there
2: well for for us it benefits both of us and hmm. we're a little bit different types we don't really audition for the same <laughs> roles um ever really? but, but at this point now i know well, okay I, I believe me i think i could play the role she plays but right. that's just because i'm cocky um right now you know one of us working is great for everybody and we're yeah. excited and and your you know your wife is working so you're very very excited because you love her outside of her being you know your wife just as an actress um and then vice versa but i also think that and plus shedding, it's great to
1: eat when you're not it's working. Really nice. It's really, really nice and I have
2: a bartend as well. You yeah. know, and to continue being an actor, like yeah. there's definitely that benefit. Um, just, yeah. But I also think that it's important to try to shed that jealousy as early as you can for all actors, whether it's somebody that's close to you or somebody that you've ever met before. I spent way too many hours wishing that I was the other guy that had gotten the role when that's not going to serve you at all. Um, so as soon as you can remove the competition, the better off you are. Um, And it's a difficult thing to do other than the fact that you separate yourself from them. Acting's a weird thing because it looks like it's a competition. We even like hand out awards and we nominate five or 10 people um, and then the other one wins, but you can't ever outact somebody Mm -hmm. and you're not really in competition with them. You're trying to get the same job and they can only pick one, but ultimately we're colleagues and kin and family like it's better to celebrate other actors than it is to try to beat them
0: everybody uh-huh. has something to bring to the table
2: yeah right, yeah even great. if you're my exact type and both of us you know i want you to do the best at the audition because um you're an actor you know i'm looking out for you screw the producers and the directors they suck you know <laughs> like <Yeah>. we are <laughs> actors, like, <laughs>